Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out. And that's you. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday Night Titans, where we bring in our slow Tuesdays, and they're probably built like Titans or Mastodons or I don't know what you guys want. I used to have an elephant noise. Where's my elephant noise? All right. Anyway, man, today's show. We're talking about the crazy HR lady. We got five stories, but we're talking about the crazy HR lady and what happens when you give people who don't really work hard for their position. They fill some sort of quota in these corporations and they yield way too much power. All right. It should be a scary sight. We're going to talk about the human resource department here at the Coach Greg Adams channel. And we're going to talk about the Varicose Vein Brigade. We're going to talk about dog moms and all of these people. You give these people just a little bit of power and they over use and abuse that power so that's what we're going to talk about we're going to follow up on dr umar johnson's snow bunny crisis we have a little bit of an update today and you know i i actually made a video about him and talked about it so i feel i need to update you it wasn't exactly a snow bunny all right but it wasn't a melanated sister it wasn't a black queen and everybody's out here shuffling all right we're going to talk about that we're going to give you an update on the rapper trouble we got some details. We have an arrest being made in that deletion of the rapper trouble. And we're going to get some insight on the, the woman using her hypergamy monkey branching over the trouble. And that led to his demise. Unfortunately, we're going to talk about a woman who uh, basically found out that she, that she thought the grass was greener on the other side, but uh, she divorced her husband and she went out here in this dating marketplace and found out there's nothing out here but us sharks. All right, shout out to her. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about son husbands versus the stepdaddy. All right, son husbands versus the stepdaddy. And those will be our stories for the day, man. So we'll get all of that in. Um, we'll get all of that stuff in. Anyway, let me tell you how to let your voice be heard. All right, your voice is going to be heard here. Dollar sign CGA live on the cash is app. All right, that's how you do it here. That's our super chats for the meantime. Also, PayPal. PayPal link is going to be at the top of, hey, that's the capitals, at the top of this particular chart. We will have a poll. We got to have a hit it or quit it, too. We got to have a hit it or quit it. It's been a while since we had a hit it or quit it. So we got to get a hit it or quit it. But I'll put the PayPal information right here at the top of the chat if I can type. Where's my human resource people that can type, all right? Uh, a, a lady with some nice feet that could sit up here with her feet up typing for the coach. Uh, anyway, anyway. Oh, did I tell you that? Oh, members content over on Greg Adams, coach, Greg Adams, local.com coach, Greg Adams, locals.com. You could also get premium content at patreon.com backslash coach, Greg Adams. And then also, and then also apply for the, apply for the coaching program, that is over on gregadams1.com. All of the links to this is down in the description box below. If you're waiting for your hoodie, damn, it'll be coming next fall by this time. Oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, You know, the troubles of working with apparel, which I barely make any money from that. I always slap myself in the head for doing apparel, right? I'm like, this would be a great idea. And I got some guy to put this apparel together. Ay, ay, ay. Clothing is a headache. So clothing businesses, I never really feel sorry for people. Uh, I, actually, I always feel sorry for people running clothing businesses. It's not the business to be in unless you're selling millions and millions of dollars worth of clothes. And I probably made I probably lost money right, doing clothes. So anyway, uh, by the way, we'll give you an update on that at the Etsy store. The original free agent lifestyle shirt will be over there at some point this week. Anyway, what else do we got here? Let's get into the show. Let's get the early contributors uh, acknowledged and then we'll catch up. 
with the rest of the programming here. This is going. Whoa, we got a lot of people here. Shout out to Mr. D. Adams is in the building. He says 100. That's all he says. Appreciate you. Uh, Outlaw Holdings says 23. Trucking company owner owner over 120k. X knows that. What does she know? X knows that I have life insurance as the son. Uh, and your son's the beneficiary and the ex-wife? What? Oh, he also says um, her new boyfriend is broke. Have a bad feeling. Uh, and then uh, you're going to cut your losses. He also says my ex-wife went from uh, is from a crazy abuse in family grape as a child. And he also says, but she is smoking hot Latina. And you got together with her at age 16. All right, so. What an update on that one. That's a tremendous update. So he's 23. He's got his business. He's got his six figures and he's got his life insurance. It sounds like the ex-wife is the beneficiary. Oh, and the son. But it, it sounds like you have the, the son as the beneficiary, but the ex-wife would get the money if something happens. Right. And then you also said uh, she she had some family grape. She's been touched and violated. Unfortunately, that's the state of a lot of young women here and, and uh, a lot of women in general. And they carry that on for a long time. Uh, you know, that's their first experiences with men, unfortunately. And they carry that along into uh, their adulthood. And, you know, it's very much traumatic for sure. And also, he said she had a new boyfriend and he's broke. All right. Smoking hot Latina, though, 16. Um, I Listen, I won't say anything about that. But yeah, it sounds like you got a little bit of a mess on your hand at 23. You got your financial life together, but you got some dead weight that you got to overcome. And man, boy, what 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 a sad thing now. You got to live the rest of your life with that woman. Guys, the consequences of procreating with the woman, I keep telling you guys this, is if you break up, you're with her for the rest of your life. I often think about that sometimes when I have baby mama drama and I go, I'm never getting, this person will always be with me, just like herpes. Like, she's always going to be there interfering. I, there, you never get rid of them. Guys, even when your kids turn 18, your ex-wife will still have influence over your life. Your baby mama will still have influence over your life. You never get rid of them. I mean, OJ did, but no. <laughs> She, that When you procreate with someone, it's for life. So this is what people don't really understand. And I'm going, shit, it don't matter. Or you're like, the kids will turn 18 and I'm done with that broad. No, you're not. College graduation, first job, first car. Uh, your kid has their kids. Uh, their, their, their kids have their kids. That person is going to be there forever like herpes. Shout out to uh, XL Pro Services in the building. He says, keep. Keeping the veins cold like Mr. Palmer in the building. You guys got to keep your veins cold. A lot of you guys ain't ready for this life. All right, you're not ready for the free agent lifestyle. You got to be cold just like the middle of the winter. Veins cold. All right, Joshua Moon is in the building. Thank you for that con contribution over on the Cash app. A couple more and we'll get into the show. Oh, yeah, uh, Joshua Moon says, uh, cohabitation sucks. Run from the community. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, cohabitation is a mess. I'll never do that. Bob's boob says F them 304s, coach gang for life. That's what we do over here. And Seth updates us again. Only son as beneficiary, the death by simp from earlier. Okay, so your only son is the beneficiary. But let's just say there was a death by simp episode, which I think you were concerned about. And uh you died while your son is underage. The 
the mother, if you don't put it in a trust, go meet with a trust attorney, put the life insurance in a trust. And then at that point, you can dictate how the money is going to be uh, spent and you can put parameters on it uh, to give your, your son the money just in case something happens. Otherwise, the money's going to go bang to the to the child, but it will go by proxy to the uh, mother if something happens. She would get the money, and then there's no telling what she'll do with it. So you guys got to make sure you do that. Uh, take care of your paperwork. But thanks for sharing that story, and it's a reality check for men. All right, first part of the story today, what we're going to do, we're going to do Dr. Umar. We're going to give him a little bit of a, a run here since I reported on this story. Uh, let's Let's follow up. If you don't remember, Dr. Umar Johnson was the is the pro blackity black 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 hody hope tepity tepity tep tep tep. He got caught up in this snow bunny scandal. He's the man that actually hold up, hold up. He's the man that actually went in on LeBron James's uh son, his 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 minor son, by the way, his adolescent son, as we call it over here, and uh for dating or taking a white woman to prom. And he was seen with this woman, and everybody said she was a snow bunny. And this would be out of character for a character like Dr. Umar, right? He's the prince of Pan-Africanism, he calls himself. And he prides himself on his pro-blackness, I would assume. And he only talks about spending money in black businesses and so forth and so on. So this type of interaction with what appears to be a white woman, she has blonde hair. Uh, it's dyed, obviously. But uh, this type of interaction would be out of character for his audience, and a lot of his audience turned and said, yo, what, what are you doing, man? And it looks like he's flirting. Looks like he's pointing at the phone. And he obviously came to defend himself against this, saying he was getting his iPhone repaired. And he was going to the kiosk. And this young woman was selling crystals and, and incense. It's still a violation, according to his philosophy, because he wants to spend black dollars in the hood, right? In the community. Not with these people. Why are you buying incense and crystals from this pretty young thing? Well, she's somewhat pretty, but the fact that she's young gives her a little bit of an up of the sexual marketplace value, which we'll talk about somewhat tomorrow night. Um, this interaction is a little bit weird, and it caught his audience off guard. So he has a snow bunny crisis. So what happened is one member of his audience found the young woman. <laughs> All right. Dr. Umar definitely was shuffling um, on his explanation. He had about five or six or seven or eight posts trying to explain himself. And, of course, he looked like he was shuffling. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And so if you're a YouTuber, I always warn you, or you're desiring to be a YouTuber, I always warn you, um, you know, whatever your YouTube, first of all, is a place of a genre, like whatever your niche is, you're pretty much going to be in that niche It's going to hard, be hard for you to transition over. Not many people have been able to trans over from their niche, from their niche, niche, niche or niche. And so his niche is that. But but he's got to live it out in the real world. And of course, you got to recognize that. I mean, people recognize me all the time. Like Sunday, I got recognized three times. I'm like, whoa, it's time for me to move here, man. The, the pocket's hot around here. But but uh, what's going to happen is people will see you out in real life and you got to live. You got to speak it. You got to live how you speak. And he got caught lacking talking to this what appears to be a white woman. So what happened was some of his followers or somebody went to find the girl in the mall. And this is going to be the young lady right here uh, for all intents and purposes. She would be non-black. Right. She's non-black. She ain't white, but she ain't black. Right. So um, she thick, by the way. 
she thick, she wide, she wide backed it for sure. Um, she wide backed it. She almost wide wasted, but the fact that she's 23, I believe, we'll go ahead and let that ride. Let me ride. Let me ride. And so they interviewed the young girl. This is how big it was. And this interview got several hundred thousands of uh views here. All right, and here it is right here. Let's go ahead and listen to her interview talk about. She's going to say what Dr. Umar did. Now, we're saying he's flirting with her. She's going to downplay the flirting. Here we are. We are at the infamous stand that was seen in the video yesterday. Wait, what was she looking at down there? What you hey, uh, what you doing there, girl? What, what, what is this? Girl. Fixing them tatties. She, she had, look, let me fix these tatties. Let me get that push-up bra going. Let me get that push-up bra going. Let me fix them tatties. Now, she didn't want to be identified. She didn't want to be identified. Uh, yeah, she could look like she can get a couple of dollars, you know, you know, on a slow night. She a slow Tuesday for sure. I mean, she ain't ugly and all that. She ain't black, though. She definitely not black. She definitely is not black. So almost 500,000 views. Here we are. We are at the infamous stand that was seen in the video yesterday. Okay. <laughs> She's like, hello. So you see one, it is right by the bistro bar. So relax, y'all. He was right here. He wasn't at the food court. He was here. The Apple store is right there. He she sound kind of ratchet and ghetto. She sounded, she got her ghetto ratchet, uh, but her Starbucks coffee. So she in between a white girl and a black girl. Somewhere in between that, she's trying to figure that out. But she's young, so I'll give her a pass. Literally came in, and so he walked in, and he was looking at my antennas. And our incense are handmade. They're mm -hmm. fresh. We sell natural remedies, like mm -hmm. essentials. We have crystals. And what's the name of your business? Pieces. My business is Asian Infusions. Okay, so uh, that was the story Umar said. He was like, hey, I stopped at the kiosk, and she had incense and crystals. Now, people said there was no kiosk behind this girl, but she kind of wide-backed it, so she's blocking it. All right. There, there is a kiosk back there. It doesn't look like it. It looks like it's part of the restaurant, but let's just give, we'll give them, we'll give them a pass. Well, our family business, Bingo. it's me, my uncle, my whole family, my grandfather. And okay. So this is a blue chip mindset. Uh, your, if your if your daughters are, don't let your daughters out in this world. Uh, the best thing you can do is get a business around them so that they don't try to reinvent the wheel. A lot of times they may not be interested in your business, but at some particular point, they'll realize this is the easy way out and they'll sit at a kiosk that you own and they can be out somewhere in these streets as opposed to trying to be strong and independent and reinvent uh, or reestablish a life that they're gonna be unsuccessful at. So that's what she's doing here. So what we do is we sell healing properties okay. like paint cream, black sea detox, like sea moss, and we also have crystal things. Okay, he came good. in and he was looking at my incense right over there. Right over here. Mm -hmm. I was, I came up to him, talked to him. Wait, so pause. You're the girl that was in the video. Yeah, I am the girl and in the I'm video. Gonna, you are not a white girl. Tell us, where are you from? I'm oh, Persian. Like All right, so she's Persian. She's Persian. Now, uh, in the pro-black community, that's a pass. But that's not a pass for me. All right, that's a non-black woman. Uh, Persian is going to be, I mean, that ain't black. That ain't nowhere near black, all right? So um, a lot of times people will say, well, as long as she's not a colonizer, as long as she's not white, all right? No, 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 no. She's non-black. So to me, it's still somewhat of a violation in many ways. I'm not, I'm, I'll give him a slight out, but let me just say this. He was maybe looking at the incense, but I think that the young girl was tinting his tummy with the taste of nuts and honey. And he, and he went to the incense as a way, you know, he, 
as a way to say, let me get in close to the woman. Now, he says a couple of people, oh, she'll explain it. A couple of people did come and take pictures with him, and she inquired as to who he was, and that's the interaction that you see right there. Them feet are white, though. <laughs> Them feet are white. So anyway. I didn't even want to like be involved in this until she came in and she was like, hey, can I record? Okay, so there's the there's the there's the follow-up there. Um uh, it it's still a party foul. It's still gonna be a party foul, in my opinion. Um Based on his philosophy, I don't think he could probably tell if she was from Iran or her family was from Iran or Persian or Middle Eastern or Asian. I don't think he could dis distinguish between one or the other. I think he might have been intentionally going to get some instance. So doesn't 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 according to his philosophy is still a foul. Why are you spending your money at those kiosks when you could be somewhere else? But maybe he was just window shopping. And then the young piece of tail, you know, that young piece of calico will always attract a man, no matter what. And I always talk about this. It doesn't matter if you have a preference. The fact that there's a woman there, there's going to be some attractiveness. You know, even if she's got to be just despicable, even if she's despicable, you'll find a way to figure out how to sneak her in on a slow Tuesday. But the way it goes is you might say, I only prefer these type of women, but if a woman is available and she's the only one there, you're going to have some sort of attractiveness, especially if she's younger and you're an older man. I don't want to hear any of that. Well, no, I don't like white women. And I no, I can't see myself. It don't matter if she's the only one in the room and she's young and fertile and you smell them pheromones and you smell what the rock is cooking. Yeah, you're going to go in there. So, Dr. Umar, we still going to give you a no pass over here for that one. No pass. And I see you like them round and big. And when I'm throwing my jig, what is that? He like them stuffed. He liked some stuffing out that Egg McMuffin, all right? He wanted to beat the stuffing out that Egg McMuffin. Shout out to Dr. Umar. All right, on to the next follow-up story real quick. Uh, we're going to head over to Atlanta, A.T. Izzel, and uh, the rapper Trouble. All right, so we did this story, I think, this morning or maybe early. Uh, what is today? Tuesday? I think we did it Tuesday or, or late last night about the rapper Trouble. Where's this picture? Uh, that's the rapper right there. Trouble is he's, he's, I don't, I'm not familiar with him, but it says he's done some songs with Drake and the weekend. So he was on his rise. Definitely. He was on his rise. I think he's in his early twenties and he's performing here in Atlanta. He's probably well known in the South and he got deleted, uh, going to see a girl, a girl. And he ended up in the bed with another girl. I mean, with a girl, but that girl was doing the classic monkey branch. So what happened was the details are in the man was arrested um, for what the hell for deleting trouble. Remember, he was on the run. I'll tell you where they found them. I actually predicted where they'll find them. And they found them exactly where I predicted. Uh, let me skip that ad. Come on. Uh, what is these boy Atlanta dominated by sisters, by the way, I see. It's another thick one with murder for allegedly killing Atlanta rapper trouble will remain in jail today. A Rockdale County judge denied Jamichael Jones bond during his first court appearance. Jamichael. Also today, 11 alive received copies of Jones arrest warrants. Our Joe Hankey joins us now with the new details. Joe investigators are uncovering All right, Joe. To a motive in this case. Joe, what have you learned? We'll see what those warrants detailed Jamichael Jones and his girlfriend of three years breaking up about a week ago. Then mm -hmm. Sunday, Jones allegedly broke into her apartment, found Muriel Orr, known as Rapper Trouble, and shot him. 
Tonight, Jamichael Jones is in the Rockdale County Jail, charged with murder, assault, and home invasion following the death of rapper Trouble early Sunday. In arrest warrants, investigators... Now, there was a guy in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, um, when I lived there. He was a radio DJ or radio personality. The same thing happened to him. He he was in the house with someone else, another man's wife, I believe, and he got he got uh, switched cheesed up. Um, I don't advise you to go, you know, people are always like, don't go to another woman's house. I don't advise you, especially in the early stages, to go to her house. All right. And people's like, where do you take them? I mean, I'm more comfortable in my space um, as long as they're not following them. But I don't give I, I talk to how I do this on my members, uh, uh, my members program over on locals. I talk about how I set this up, but going to their spot is 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 dangerous because there's there's always someone in the background when you're dealing with a woman. They'll never. They'll never be single. They're always talking to someone. They always just freshly breaking up. I always tell you that they overlap people in sexually exclusivity. So they may say they're monogamous, but when they're leaving one relationship, they'll start another one. And this is what happened. She started another relationship. She ended her other one. And then this guy caught, got caught in the crossfire. Claim Jones went to his ex-girlfriend's apartment in Conyers Sunday morning before sunrise and forced his way inside. That is where he found his ex. And yep, that looks like a single mother's resident, right? In trouble, asleep in a bed. After allegedly punching her in the face and fighting with trouble, according to the warrants, Jones pulled a gun, shot trouble, and then left the apartment complex seven minutes after arriving. Yesterday, deputies visited places Jones was known to live or frequent. At his mother's home, deputies stood by as she talked with him by phone asked him to turn himself in and Jones then arranged with deputies to surrender at a hospital. Maybe he felt that that would surrender at a hospital. Obviously, he he's going to claim some sort of mental health or something like that uh, related to this. Probably be a safe location. Maybe it'd be a, it was a, a, a area that he was familiar with, but he decided that's where he wanted to turn himself in. It was a lit area. We were we were OK with it. Whatever it, 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 it took to make him feel comfortable just to turn yourself in, uh, we were going to comply with that. Hours later, Jones made his first court appearance this morning where a judge read the charges and then denied him bond. So uh, there you go. That's a classic death by simp tale that we warn you about your new girlfriend, or maybe it's a girlfriend that you have, and then you break up with her and you're clutching your pillow at night and you're thinking about, wow, maybe maybe she's at home uh, twiddling her thumbs and learning recipes of, for chicken noodle soup, right? And learning how to sew after you break up and she's at home thinking about maybe she should call you and you, you guys are both sitting by the phone waiting for each other to text. That's what you think and you're clutching your pillow at night hoping that she's clutching her pillow at night thinking about you. And she's not. You know what she's doing? Nope. She's got her heels up, 10 toes up, knees pent back to her ears, getting split in half. That's what she's doing. All right. That's what your girlfriend, if you're if you're a guy that just broke up with their girl right now, she's getting she's getting uh, <laughs> she's getting the javelin pitched to her. All right. She's getting uh, what do they call it? Impaled right now. That's what she's doing. <laughs> All right? Don't ever think don't ever think that they ain't got nobody in line ready to impale them. So. Uh, this is what they're more than likely doing. And sometimes, and you, we're going to show you another video of a woman kind of admitting this. Sometimes they'll get impaled and then pumped and dumped. All right. They thought there was something there with the new guy. And then he'll just come in, <laughs> clap cheeks, and then ditch her. And then she comes back to you three weeks later. Oh, I was thinking about you. Now, in between all that, in betwixt all that, she got them cheeks clapped. <laughs> so I said, not my girl. <laughs> all right. 
So you could be either one of these men. But what the sad story is on the death by simp story is this. There's a man that lost his life. There's a man that lost his freedom. And there's a woman out in these streets. In these streets. Literally getting impaled in within another week. Within, I'm probably sure within a few days. I don't know if you guys know this. Women can experience trauma. I mean, so look, men and women are different. And men don't know this. Women can experience trauma and be getting her back blown out. It, like shortly after the trauma, right? Like these are things that men don't know. <laughs> Somebody said, coach, a good woman wouldn't do that. Oh my God, you must be from Atlanta. Here's the deal. A woman can experience trauma in very, it's like you think she's just sitting there crying and shaking. Oh my God, I just, like she could not, you would think sex would not be on the menu. They go in, guys, I don't know if you guys know how women work. They go sexually crazy. They go nuts sexually. And by the way, uh, women who have experienced, and this is just the edutainment program, there have been women who've experienced a great, like they've been assaulted. They've been violated. And they'll go have sex with their boyfriend, their husband, three hours after the violation. Okay? That's one of the things that they'll experience. And then people will hold that against them because what will happen is they'll be like, wait a minute, you got violated and you went to have sex and you got another man's DNA. They'll have one or two other men's DNA on them. And you'll be like, wait a minute, how, how did you get assaulted? And they'll now use that against them in court. Well, she's a 304. How can she get violated when she's out here just having sex after what well, they can do? Guys, trust me, I've had a woman do that to me. I had a woman do that to me. She she said she got violated by her boss. <laughs> I mean, th this is what she said. And she was a young girl. I met her. She's a bank teller. Boy, she was from the junior college, too. I think I was 25, and she was just sweet, sweet from the junior college. All right, 25, 26, and she was in the junior college. So anyway, um, she said, oh, my boss took his liberties with me. And I was like, what did you do? Did you fight? Did you do anything? She said, no, I paralyzed. I, I didn't know what to do. She said, I just got it over with and left. Didn't cause a scene or nothing. Now, I've researched this, and a lot of women will say that that's what they did. They didn't fight. They didn't kick or scream or nothing. They just got paralyzed. They just went and let it happen, and then they bounced. And then later on, this is how men go. What do you mean I graped her? She, did, she didn't say nothing. She didn't fight. She didn't kick back. She didn't scream. She, it happened, and then she got dressed and left. She said bye and all that. So then this woman came over to me crying that she got violated, and then she wanted to lay on her back and let me clap them cheeks. I was like, she cried. She was crying, 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 telling me about the whole thing. I'm like, why don't you go to the police? She was like, no, I don't want to go right now. Just hold me. Just touch me. Take me. I was like, Lord, have mercy. This woman trying to give me the peace leave. I clapped the cheeks, though. I'm just letting y'all know I did. And then I was confused. <laughs> just <sighs> what a world <laughs> I followed through in all that you know I was a young man at the time but that's what I'm saying <laughs> I'm just letting you guys know as a me as the means we teach men to understand women over here not to love them if you want us to teach men how to love you then men will never understand you but 
these crazy things happen all the time without explanation. Nobody gives you a class on this. Nobody prepares it. Nobody gives you an it. Nobody lets you know. And you think you break up with your girl and she's sitting at home twiddling her thumbs. Oh, thinking about you. She's not. <laughs> she's not. She literally is uh, getting them cheeks clapped. So let me do the PayPal's right now. Uh, Tia, is Tia here? Tia, go sit down. She's out here. No, a good woman wouldn't do any of these things. We tell you the percentage of good women around here. Okay. Most of the good women are taken. All right. If you're a good woman watching me and you have a boyfriend or a husband, you have some explaining to do. Because I know you're watching me, not for the information. You're watching me because you're fantasizing about me. That's what you're doing. And listen, ma'am, you don't have to lie. That's what you're doing. You're looking at me and you're wishing your man was me. All right. So you got some explaining to do if you're a good woman and you're watching me. If I came into my house and my good woman was watching me, all right, I'm going to be like, who the hell you watching? You watching that old handsome ass, chocolatey skin ass, milk dud ass head, old man, young in a young man's body. What you doing? <laughs> you watching that tyrant? And you putting away your little bunny magic rabbit. Oh, honey. Oh, welcome home. You like buzz. I was just watching the coach. <laughs> so you got some explaining to do. Oh, they got me. I got to turn this off. You got some explaining to do if you're watching the coach. I wouldn't want my good woman watching me. All right. I'm going to be like, mm, if I if I have a wife, you ain't watching me. I'm just letting you know. If you're if you're my wife, you're not watching CGA. <laughs> the rest of the good women, I'm going to tell you where they are. You guys know where they are? The rest of the good women, you have to go down to um go down to the Pine the Pine uh the Pine Crest Mall. There's a parking lot. Go at night. There's going to be a doctor out there. His name is Emmett Brown. He's going to have this DeLorean. It's going to look like a sports car. You're going to hop in it. You're going to get in there and drive to 88.5 miles an hour. Okay. You're going to drive 88.5 miles an hour. You're going to be immediately in the space, uh, the space time continual and the flux capacitor will start to ignite. You'll end up in 1955. Okay. You'll end up in 1955. Uh, hide the DeLorean. Body sees it so they don't think it's a UFO. The Pine View Mall. Thank you. You'll be in the Pine View Mall. The What's it? The Twin Pines? I can't remember what it is. Go back there. All right. All the good women are somewhere back there. They're not here. All right. That's where you're going to go. <laughs> all right. 88 miles an hour. That's where you're going to go. Anyway, shout out to everybody. Let me do this. What was the mall called? It was. I should know this. The. I thought it was the Twin Pines. I thought it was the Twin Pines or something like that. Oh man, get in the DeLorean, find a time machine, and find some good women. They're 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 not much left. If they're they're taken or they're in the past, the rest of them are reformed and repackaged. That's it. 100 percent You can think differently, but I don't know what to tell you. Billy the Kid says, fellas, just got the snip. 18 minutes can save you 18 years. All right. How was it? All right. Just so you know, all right, a lot of brothers are thinking about it. They may be scared and intimidated by the fact that, you know, it's laser. It's done by laser now. All right, but Coach, Auntie Kamala is full black, LOL. The Pro Wax pick and choose 
when it benefits them. That's an interesting point. Yeah, they do. They're like, oh, she's black. Okay, they ain't black. Okay, he is black. Okay, that qualifies as black. Uh, what is going on with this black thing, man? I'm telling you, man. It's a, one of the weirdest things because no other race has this. <laughs> like, No other race just identifies exclusively as a color. We're the only one. And then the color then can switch. Sometimes it means sometimes it means race. Sometimes it means culture, right? Like, what is it? Now, now they have all these diced up FBA and, and I, AAU. I don't know what it is all is. A uh, shout out to uh, Reynardo, we'll call him. And he says, uh, knowing trouble, he inflamed the situation. Look up his video, Bussin, to get an idea of what type of person he represents. Um, apparently I, yeah, I don't know about this. I know this. I think Boston, I think I know that song. So I, I wouldn't be identify him as trouble, but I would say he was in the bed sleeping and the dude bust in, he kicked in the door, waving the fofo on him. And, uh, that's how he got deleted. So again, why are you falling asleep with the girl at her house? I, I don't know if I could fall asleep at a girl's house. I would be on edge. I can't fall asleep at a woman's house. That's just in the nature of me. I can't do it. I can't do it. Not at a not at a new booty's house. Not at some girl I just met. No. I got to get up. Up. Nope. I got to bust a nut. Get up and put on my white Ewans. I'm out the dough. All you might get is a rubber on the flow. Because I'm ready to hit the road like Mario Andretti. Chick. Because I'm steady mobbing. I'm steady mobbing. All <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, all you might get is a Jimmy on the flow. That's all you're going to get. No, nah, you ain't even going to get that. We got to take that home, too. We got to take that home, too. Put it in your pocket. You'd rather have a soil pocket than a pregnancy. All right, get a little bit, get a little bit of soil in your pocket. Guys, I know you guys don't want to do that. You don't think like this. You got to think like this. Put that Jimmy, use Jimmy in your pocket. You can wash out. You can wash the sin out, wash all of that out later. It's better than her using it on you. <laughs> yeah. Somebody said, Coach, you have to restore order. What's going on I here? Is it the, um, I don't know what's going on. Restore order here. I'm not sure what's going on. I thought you meant in the chat. My personal trainer, this is from Emilio, we'll call him. My personal trainer is a 10 out of 10 and was asking about nice restaurants here in Dallas. I dropped some high-priced names and she was getting, or she was going on a date with some verified bodybuilder. The gump took her to the recommendation and paid a fortune. She told me about it the next day, and she didn't even give any peace leave up. He ended up buying her a rice cooker. I was like, why? She said, because she likes jasmine rice, <laughs> and he wanted to help her. I cracked the hell up. Can't make this ish up. We tell you the real. She loves Jasmine Rice. What did I tell you about girls? Jasmine Rice, they can eat it up. All right, they love Jasmine Rice. And, uh, of course, she's she probably is a good-looking woman. And the guy, guys, look, he paid. Uh, he's taking a slow pimp route. He paid, and he thinks he's getting in there. She didn't have to give up anything. Maybe he was getting to know her, and he's well. How did he meet her? Is she a sugar baby? Is he? Uh, why? <laughs> like why? Why pay for that? I don't get that. Now that guy will be like, "I'm doing it the right way. I'm doing it the moral way. I'm such a good man." And I bought her a rice cooker. 
All right. But you tricks out here, you're messing up the game for everybody. Like, no, dude, you're messing up the game. You done bought her a gift from Target and filled her belly up with steak before you even got a chance to even fill her body up with some beef steak. Anyway, pause. Jim Sound says, where do I find me a good one like Tia? <laughs> I'll be a good man, LOL. Tia. Oh, Tia. Where's Tia? Tia's back in here. Tia wishes. Tia wishes. You know what, Tia? You know what good women like Tia want? They want a man that can lead. But they want a man that can take charge. I know women like Tia. They want a take charge man. They want all of that, you know, because they have to fake the funk every day and act like they're smart and brilliant and act like um, they're independent and act like they're good. They go to their human resource job and they put up a front about how they can take care of themselves. And they walk around at nine o'clock at night, walking their dog, acting like they're not scared. Somebody's going to jump out in the bushes. All right. Tia probably five foot four, five, five at best. Okay. And she acts like she's Captain Marvel. But what she really wants is she wants to take charge, man. Tia's never going to be assertive, right? She's not going to be assertive. She's not going to make the first move. She's going to always sit there like a good girl. But you know what she wants? Oh, ADOS. You know what she wants? She wants a man. She needs a man. She craves a man. And she wants a man that can take charge. Unfortunately, men are handicapped. Men don't know how to really take charge like that anymore because at the drop of a hat, Tia could switch up. You know what I mean? Like women's emotions. Where's the where's the woman's emotion emoji chart? One day they want you to take charge. One day they don't. I mean, one day they're happy. One day they're sad. One day they're like, I can't wait to see you. And then the next minute you show up, oh, my period just started. You know what I mean? You're like, what, what, what? Well, I'm ready to go. Come on over, Daddy. I got it piping hot for you. As soon as you get over there, oh, I'm just started leaking, Daddy. Sorry. What? What the hell are you talking about? What? What am I supposed to do with this information? All you want to do is. Well, guess I don't need to be here no more. Bye-bye. But Tia needs a man. But don't be involved in Tia's life for too long. Four days a month is all she gets. If you give her more than that, she's going to ruin you. I'm not happy. <laughs> when you get over there and you do this all in a very manly way, not in a not in a um not in a violator type way. You just walk in, all right, what's going on, babe? Let's go. Turn, walk up to the to upstairs to the bedroom. Make sure she's following you. Oh, where, where are we going? We just gonna jump. We just jumping into it. Yes, we are. Let's go. You just start unbuttoning, taking off your shirt. You turn around, take off her shirt. Oh, I, oh, good to see you. Is everything all right? Yep. Boom. Throw on the bed. <laughs> you go. Drop an elbow. Wham. <laughs> oh, we going into it. We getting it started then. Yes, we are. <laughs> oh, I guess. We're not going to catch up or anything like that. Did you want something to drink? No, I ain't want nothing to drink. Just start to turn around, give her the little snap, take the bra off. Wham, here we go. Whip her into the rope. Boom. <laughs> That's what she wants, and she'll feel good. That's why she shows up here, because she wants that type of energy. I'm just 
But if you come on, this is this is how you suckers do. You come in, you walk in the door, hi, how are you? You give her a hug, you try to touch, you try to touch, do the touch, what is it called? Break the touch barrier. Hi, how are you? You get in tight, break the touch barrier. Oh, how's it going? You sit on her couch. Hmm. Do you want something to drink? Yeah, perhaps I'll take. What do you like? Perrier, orange juice, wine, beer. What would you like? Hmm. Hmm. I'll take a Perrier. Okay. All right. Sip in there with your Perrier. So uh, how's everything going? Oh, everything's going well. How's everything going with you? Oh, everything's going well with me. Hmm. How was work? Oh, work was great. How's school? Oh, school was good. How was your degree? My degree is going well. Do you want anything to eat? Oh, let's look at the menu. Let's look at Uber Eats, perhaps. We'll look at Uber Eats. One hour, two hour, three hour. <laughs> she didn't dry it up like the Sahara Desert. You could have been in and out. <laughs> well, I guess we're done here. <laughs> you want something to drink? Yeah, go downstairs and give me something to drink. You sitting up in the bed. <laughs> Dude, man, y'all take it in too damn slow. Let's go on upstairs, man. Let's go. We can catch up later. <laughs> That's what Tia wants. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. But you guys are scared. I get it, man. I get it. We're scared because we don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? She could turn bipolar on you in 10 seconds. Have you hemmed up? You in jail trying to explain your situation. Oh, what's going on here? What, what, what am I doing? But that's what they, that's what women really want. They just can't say it. It's okay, Tia. <laughs> uh, y'all waste too much time. One hour, two hour, three hours. She's been up there, peacefully been out there itching. She's been ready to give it up to you. And you just are talking away. Can we talk for a minute? Girl, I want to know your name. You like what type of music you like? Oh, I love Tevin Campbell. Oh man, he's so good. Do you have his second album? Oh my goodness, I remember his second. You just wasted all this time. Man, put the Tevin Campbell on while you <laughs> put the Tevin Campbell on and clap the cheeks. Then she'd be like, Yeah, this is what I want to do. Y'all talking it out. My God. But I get it, guys. Me too. <laughs> Me too movement put a monkey wrench to all of that. And it's confusing, ladies. Shout out to Jesus says, not my girl, coach. She a good girl. <laughs> Everybody got a good girl all of a sudden. All right. Your girl is good until proven otherwise. I'm oh, sorry. Your girl is bad until proven otherwise. She's a good girl who hasn't been caught doing bad things. Billy the Kid, coach, you should make a stream about how we can protect ourselves from getting me to because I'm about to take a few out my rotation. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I get it. There's no... I mean, I can come up with ways to protect yourself slightly from the Me Too. It all comes into uh, vetting. But even then, sometimes, you know, you make a mistake. Last one, death by simp is exactly what I believe is a very important for men to have a circle of successful, rational male friends and mentors. Without level heads, rational friends uh, to discuss this stuff with, men will make decisions based on emotions. Stop playing stupid games. You only win stupid prizes. A lot of times men are creepers. Women don't creep. We always tell you guys, and this is stuff that this is why we do this. We tend to creep with our partners, meaning uh, we do things on the down low, on the low, not the down low pause, but on the low. So we'll meet a girl. A lot of times she's not going to be some, she's not going to be very attractive. So we're going to keep her under wraps. 
You don't tell your friends about her. You don't show a picture. You're not, you don't say, I'm going to head to this girl's house. I'm going, you might tell your friends, I'm going to get a piece of peace, Lee, right? But you're not going to tell her her name, her location, nothing. You're going to creep. And this is how you get messed up because you never say, man, am I, am I looking for the right things here? Is this woman worth it? Um, you know what I mean? Like a guy would tell you, hey, I'm going over this new girl's house. She a straggle daggle. I would probably say, don't go to her house. See, women do this to other women. Women do this to other women. Uh, I'm sorry, women do this about us. So they'll say, hey, I met somebody. And they'll have to at least tell one person. At least after they smash once, they got to tell. They'll never keep it secret. Somebody knows. And somebody knows all of your detail information. They know what you look like. They have a picture of you on their phone. They text the picture to their phone. Here's this person. They might not know your true identity, but they have some sort of detail. Um, they leave their, they drop their pin and location and snap it and, and put it on. So they do it. And this is a means because they want to protect themselves. Men are trying to protect their own self-interest. And you think you're going to get something different than any other man. You think you won. Man, I got this girl lay, lay on her back. I'm not going to let nobody know about this. Right? So we have to do a better job of talking these things through. And this is what we do here. We talk these things through so that when you're starting to do things and slip, and we all do, we all get caught slipping. So we do things and we're like, damn, that was against my better judgment. I should have known better. You can at least think about it or talk to somebody about it. Am I doing the right thing going over this woman's house? Why did she invite me over there? Why did she change the restaurant location? I told her to meet me here and she changed it and you went with it. That's a red flag. Why did she suggest where are we going to meet tonight? No, I'm not going to do that. I'll leave this. I told you where to meet. You're not going to meet there. Well, this is not where we're going to meet. We're not going to meet there. No, this is where I want you to meet. I want to meet you here. It's got to be in public first. So these are the things that we talk about. How not to get women knocked up. Uh, let's do this. Let's get back into another story right here. Uh, we got two stories to share right here. We're going to do uh, the, the married woman who found out the hard way that the grass is not greener on the other side. And normally what happens is a woman like this gets pumped and dumped. All right, so let's let's have her explain it. Um, and she's going to talk about the dating marketplace and all of this. Shout out to the lone wolf lifestyle. All right, he's been around for a long time. If I'm not the lone wolf, I don't think he went by lone wolf lifestyle, but I think the lone wolf has been around for a long time. All right, shout out to him and his channel. Let's hear her. She's a, she's a, uh, she looks like Rebecca. Wait a minute. Rebecca, is that you? And that's you. That looks like that looks like Rebecca, doesn't it? Wait a minute. Let me see it. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right. And wife me the fuck up. Yeah, that looks like Rebecca. Huh? She got married, I see. Somebody wiped her the F up. That must be her sister. So let's listen to this young woman. She's got two minutes to explain or about a minute. I have what will probably be an unpopular opinion, but what isn't these days? I just entered the dating world for the first time in 12 years. And my God, is it a shit show? And I genuinely think it's because at this point, everybody's been screwed over and played. So they all just threw their hands up and decided to be fuck boys and hoes because it's easier and less risky. And you have dating apps and all that stuff now. So I think that everybody's doing it to protect themselves. I don't think anybody wants to live life that way. I think everybody would love to find love. She got pumped and dumped by a Chad. 
she got chatted, pumped and dumped for shiggity. And so what she did was she got her, she, she divorced her husband and then she crossed over and found her a Chad, which basically she overlapped and she found a guy, a guy that was putting something in her ear. Chad, Chad ran through her big time. And she thought as a former person that was married, you just going to hop into another relationship, but she didn't realize she's starting over. It's like starting over when you're 15 again. All right. You have to get your damn bearings in the single marketplace. You don't just come get a new partner. All right. And she thought, hey, I've been married for 12 years. We got married before there were dating apps. Now I'm going to just jump back out there and there's going to be commitment. I'm going to find my prince. I'm going to have my I'm going to fall in love with my soulmate a second time over. And what she got was she got she got uh she got ran through. And then she got put over to the side and pumped and dumped. And so now she's like, whoa. And she tried it again and she got pumped and dumped again. And so now she's going, oh, snap. Right? She's like, oh, no, it's bad out here. She thought she was just going to jump back on Facebook and say, I found a new man. And that didn't happen. But I think that it's gone so far. And every nice girl's ran into a fuck boy who's turned him into a hoe. And every guy's ran into a hoe that turned him into a fuck boy because everybody just hurts everybody. And it's so easy to play around these days. She been hurt for sure. And uh, what, what's up with the potty mouths of these little Rebecca's? All right. These were little Rebecca's got a potty mouth and she a little spinner, by the way. She definitely would be up in coach's uh, bed for a show. All right. But go ahead and let, let her explain that. I don't think anybody thinks there's any good ones left or if they find one, they're so messed up. They can't enjoy it and they just mess it up or bail. And it's, it's a sad world out here. It's a little it's a little depressing. I yeah, 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 yeah. Tyrone got her too. Tyrone filled that little mouth up too. And so uh she was like, Oh, I thought I thought we'd be in a relationship now. Tyrone was like, Nope. Oh no, baby. <laughs> no, you ain't level up on me. You're gonna have to be in these streets. In these streets. You're gonna have to be in these streets for a little bit. So what happened to her was she became this woman where uh she thought uh little uh what was his name? I can't remember the guy's name. Where is he at right here? This guy. Beautiful, I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You be in these what? <laughs> I believe too, she'd be tied up in these streets. Yeah, she tied up in these streets. So what happened was uh, she went and found out what these streets were like and she didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, she didn't like those streets. And don't get me wrong, marriage was depressing too, but whew. It's rough out here. Way rougher than I thought it was going to be. Oh. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Look at her eyes. Look at that stare. All right. She didn't got, she didn't got a couple of, she didn't got a couple of gallons of succeed. And so now she's like, how much longer do I have to do this? She thought she's going to get married again and put a little wedding ring on them little fingers. All right. Nope. You're going to have to ride that carousel, baby. Uh, we always tell married women, do not run your ass out here thinking you're going to get a better deal. All right. This is not the time for that. If you're a married woman watching me, do not run out now. This is not the time to run out here thinking you're going to find a better man. Well, you ain't doing what you what I want you to do. I'm going to go find somebody to replace you. Nope. Do not bring your ass out here. If you do, you're going to be a statistic. Now, I'm going to have you're going to have fun for about six months. You're going to be like, this is great. I'm experiencing things I never thought out experience you're gonna have fun for six months and then you're gonna say what happened where did all the men go and then you're gonna say oh how come these men don't want to commit oh why it's the easiest peace leave 
men have been able to get in the history of the world. Not even Sodom and Gomorrah can compete with this. Okay, well, Sodom and Gomorrah was not even a heterosexual event anyway. But uh, this is the craziest, this is the easiest pieces of peace leave that could ever been dished out. Men don't have to do anything. We're free. We're, we're free. We can buy it. We can buy a bit. You can sell a bit. You can be celibate. I don't care how you want to do it out here. You can, you, wives will be out here giving you peace leave if you want. I don't do it. Uh, but wives are giving out peace leave at samples. Get through it, though. <laughs> you are. She'll get through it. Yep. You'll ride that carousel for about 10 years. You'll be 43 because she's now 33. Shout out to the lone wolf. You're, she's 33 now. But the next time she even gets a shot at a committed relationship or a man that won't cheat on her, she'll be well in her 40s, going to 50s. And let me just say, she'll find a relationship, but she'll go get cheated on. And she'll cheat, but she's going to get cheated on. And this is not the time for monogamy. Monogamy dead. All right, nobody, especially an older man, like I'm in my 40s and I meet you, she's 33. Why in the hell would I be monogamous with you? Why? What is the? What would I get from you? Just to let you know. Uh, let's do this. We'll take that down. What is this? Take that down. Now we're on to this story here. What a wonderful world we live in. There's a lot of STDs out here, too, so protect yourself. Stepdaddy finds out that he'll never be get better treatment than a woman's son-husband. The son-husband is a thing. So let's play this video. Shout out to the brother that suggested this video. Sorry, I didn't have your name, but he wanted me to check this out, and I checked it out. Great video. So here's a man here. He obviously stepped up. He wasn't the dad. He was the dad that stepped up. He's been a part, <laughs> somebody read this comment. He's been a part of this woman's life for a long time, and the son's been around for a long time. So let's let him explain it. And uh, he tried to hold masculine frame for a bit until the big-ass son husband came up in there to grab, drink milk out the milk carton. And he found out stepdaddy ain't it. I'm going to see if you going to tell him. Yeah, He's coming I mean, in right I, now. I, I, I and then when, he ain't going nowhere. That's my what? son. That's my what? only son. At some point, he got to go. Never no time. I mean, at some point, Never no time. Never no time. All right. See, the mom said, my son ain't never leaving me. That's my husband. He's going to be more of a husband to me than you. That man is the man that's going to take care of me. So there's the son husband right here. You can see he's a tall, rather tall, lean uh, feller. He's got his face blurred out. And he's in there about to go in there and grab food that uh, he didn't pay for. You know who paid for it? The stepdaddy. Let's continue. Well, tell me, Christian. You no, you tell me. Well, we're talking about you grown and you got to go somewhere. I told him, you know what I'm You ain't going no damn way. You go when you get ready. Man, I just feel at some point you need to um, make your own way. That's that's what I, you know, I, I be going to walk through that. So he, he, he's stubble. He's shuffling now. Well, I, 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 let's go ahead and hear that again. Well, I, I, I was telling her you need to. You know, I, I be going to walk through the house naked sometime, and there you go. You know, so, uh, I mean, what, you know? No, if anything, you can go, not him. How about well, that? I don't to tell me where I can go. The thing is, like, why do I got to, this is my mama house. Like, why do I got to leave my mama house? Period. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, wait a minute. I'm I'm confused here. 
So he says, the son husband says, it's my mama's house. Why do I have to go from my mom? So that his mom wife, he ain't got to go. He's like, why do I go from my mama's house? But the stepdaddy's saying, I pay all the bills around here. Who's in violation? Who's in violation? We're going to put up a poll on this one. All right, because these three losers deserve each other. Who Who's in violation? Is this how you spell who's? Who's in violation here? We're going to do this. We're going to say the stepdaddy. <laughs> stepdaddy. Son, husband. Son, husband or mom, wife. Go ahead and vote. I'm going to put up a poll right there. And so right now, the stepdaddy's finding out that, that it, it ain't his house. And he's being used as a utility. She's been a leech. She's leeching off of him and using him as a utility. Uh, he's been around for a long time. We'll play it and we'll find out. And the son is like, what the hell? I ain't going nowhere. And you damn near 40 years old. Damn near it's time to go. I mean, period. Man, you damn near 40 years old. Damn near it's time to go. I mean, at what I'm point? 20, I'm 29. No. Well, well, that's pretty good. But you know away, what? When man. I met you, you was living with your mama. Man, please. You <laughs> Oh, stepdaddy, this is why you don't play the cleanup man. My man said he's 29 years old. So the stepdad tried to call him out and say, you damn near 40, which I don't know about 40, but he's damn near 30. He 29. This dude looks like, I mean, he looks like he was going to basketball practice to me. So he's 29, still living with his mom and leeching off the stepdad. The stepdad wants to bang the mom without the son husband being around, but there's no end in sight of their relationship. And so he's trying to push the, the, the uh, stepson out so he can bang his wife. But the mom is like, hell no, he ain't going nowhere. Wow. I was, I was living with you. Now. Come you on, man. With I, your mama. I was now you 22 tell me. years old. Now you going to tell me because he, he's 29. So I ain't getting up. I'm not getting up. Jesus. Wow. Unbelievable. Jesus. Wasn't there a movie about this baby boy? Wasn't Tyrese in the movie? Yikes. So the son uh, the son husband said, I ain't going nowhere. Stepdaddy said, I ain't paying the bills. And the mother, step, the mother is humiliating the step, step, step daddy, <laughs> the step daddy. Stepdaddy's getting humiliated. You was living at your mama house when I met you. And he was like, yeah, but I was only 22. But you didn't learn, sir. 22 and you were forever a step, uh, um, a son husband, because then you became a stepdaddy. This is why you don't become a stepdaddy right here. How you feel? Or step dummy, as they're saying. Feel about that? You don't want him to go? I won't pay the bills. Oh, but he, he continue to pay the bills. Go. She said, "Oh, you gonna continue to pay the bills?" Oh my God, boy, that mother, that mother is is in violation. She out of pocket. The way she's speaking to him, I would I would be out of there. Wow. Oh, man, it's too See, see we arguing and stuff about stuff. Because, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, all y'all do is tell me to help. Y'all ain't saying nothing. It's like, man, you so a grown ass man. You're supposed to know the art. Oh, man, garbage over field. You're supposed to know to take that outside. Come on, man. I don't have to tell you all this stuff, man. Wow. The thing is, I'm barely here, so I'm barely making garbage. So if I got to the garbage shop, I'm barely here. Oh, my God. 
Oh my God. So he's a son husband letting the daddy do the stepdaddy do all the work. Oh my barely, wait, you barely hear. Oh. Barely making garbage, barely making dishes, like why I gotta do anything. Well, she gonna right. always make excuses for you, man. But right, he don't even be here. So what what is you talking about? He don't be here like that. He come here, well, he sleeps, and then he don't he the rest of the day. He so he sleep and eat. That's basically what he does. He sleeps and motherfucking eats. Why are you? Oh boy, this is the community right here. He's here. He need to help out. He need to do some things. He well, I tell you what. He ain't okay. No well, well, damn it. He, he gonna start paying bucks. some bills around. I ain't paying. But I gotta pay. I'd rather want to get mama, the fuck out. But listen, my mama said I gotta pay no bills. I ain't gonna. I'm not. I ain't paying no bills. He gotta pay. Oh, see, he said you ain't my daddy. You ain't my daddy. He said. What I want him to do is save his money and do what he see, needs to you, do with his see, money you know and why not pay no bills. Because all this soft shit you bring into him, he still got the titty in the mouth. <laughs> okay. Uh, when men start bouncing and you know, that's he's he's not expressing himself the way he needs to express himself as a man. He's tiptoeing and walking on eggshells, and nobody respects him. Nobody respects this guy. You let oh, all that stuff no. go on. No, that, you know what that, I know? That, you know, you jealous. You're jealous? jealous of my you jealous of my son. Oh, you. oh my. Jealous? Did she say jealous? You're je What? She didn't say jealous. I tell you, this man's a son husband. This is a legit son husband story jealous you're controlling and insecure over my son oh my god you will say some bull crap but i don't know like if you just not but i just don't get him on my house and like if you do it if i get my mama house, you gotta put me on my mama house at the end of the day well, damn damn well he said you gotta put me out you carry me out you got to go oh, you yeah. don't mean you want to carry him out then if that's no problem with carrying him out i'll just shoot him on up and you michael michael now you know good and damn well I'm not kicking my son out. Well, well, what? Well, well, I don't respect him. I don't worry about it. Like, if, if, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm here. I live here, so until I'm ready to get out, I'm going to be here. So, you know. Wow, he said he ain't going nowhere. You're going to have to throw me out. And the de stepdaddy did say I'll carry you out, but I think stepdaddy would get knocked out. At what point is you trying to... What, what, what What's your plan for this man? What's, what, what's my really plan is to stay in here as long as I need to stay in here. That's my plan. And what I'll be 45, 50. Yeah, and he's going to be 45, 50 no, up in here. Wow. Wow. He'll mm. be 45, 50 up in here. Wow. Oh, my God. Guys, get out of your mom's house for real, son. Your mom has no plan for you. My God. No way. Oh my God, this man, this young man, this, I'm right now saying the son husband's in violation now. I mean, the stepdaddy's in violation too. Everybody's in violation, but the son husband don't care. He ain't trying to do shit with himself. Wow. This is unbelievable. Wow. The mom's in violation now. 
This is why you don't. That's why you got to get rid of your mom. Not, not get rid of your moms. You got to leave your moms. You got to leave the nest or else you'll be like this man, young man right here um, doing nothing, man. And your mom will let you do nothing because she's going to benefit from you. And you're you're being I'll take care of you, mama. Mama, I'll keep sucking your nipples, mama. Man. Where he going to impregnate somebody? Right. And, and like and I see, said, you, you made him this way. You made him no, this I way. This is a product of I, your. I ain't making this, this, this way. This, this like is a product I said, of your bad. Like your bad choice. It ain't like he don't know how to get out here. Like I said, when he ready to go, he can go. Well, gentlemen, there you have it, right there. Uh, that was wow, classic. Never be a stepfather. That's his, that's stepfather treatment right there. I'm sure somebody's like, not my stepdaddy. All right. Or I, it doesn't happen to me, guys. That's the that's the modern day failed stepdaddy. That's what you get for being a stepdaddy. And guess what? He can't leave because I don't think um, for some reason I would probably venture to say this is somewhere in the Midwest or somewhere in the South. That house is probably somewhat paid off. So he pays the bills, but that's probably Big Mama's house that they inherited, you know what I mean? And it wasn't an inheritance. They fell into it. Big mama died and that house has been paid off a long time ago. And so they don't have to pay rent. They don't pay any rent in that place. All right. All they pay is property tax and to keep the bills going. So what stepdaddy's providing in bills probably amounts to 500 or 600 bucks. All right. Utilities and all of that stuff. And if stepdaddy leaves, he's going to have to buy, he's going to have to pay rent and bills and he probably doesn't make that much money in my opinion so and, and as a result the son husband's getting free rent rent and he doesn't have a plan and he's never getting pushed out the mama saying you ain't got to go you never have to go and the mom is an enabler she's a classic mom wife this is what they get these all th three are losers losers in my opinion let's end the poll with the mom wife in major violation sons i know it's tough out there Men, I know it's tough out there, but you can never grow as a man living under your mother's wing. You can't. And your mother has no incentive to kick you out. It's all uphill for her. It's all up. I got to save that uh, to a playlist here. It's all up. It's all a uh, it's all a win for her. She can leech off the stepdaddy. She can leech off the son husband. It's a win for her. So be careful out here. Let's do the cash apps. Thank you for the contributions, gentlemen. And thank you for that one brother that was telling us the story. That was uh, uh, Seth. He says, sorry, in the DBM, oh, death by simp situation, I chatted the first stream. Yes, say, he says, SOS. All right, Seth, uh, Seth is struggling, brothers. He definitely needs an SOS. Uh, but here's the deal, gentlemen, when it comes to relationships and women, we all know better, right? It ain't going to happen to me, not my girl. I'm a whole masculine frame. I know red pill uh, information. I know how to take care of these. So, and then what happens is once you get involved, there's no helping you. Like once you get married, when the divorce comes, don't ask people to help. Don't put up the bat signal then. We told your ass to not get married. Once you in, knock up a girl and uh, she praying mantises you or she says, my body, my choice, there's nothing I can do. She holds all the cards. Once a woman false alligators you, she's a part of the false alligator baseball team. Once she false alligators you, we can't help you. You understand that, gentlemen. Once you cross the line, there's no coming back. 
you can't come over here now and what do I do? Once you get put on child support, do not ask me after the child support hearing, how do I get off of it? Uh, you screw. You know what I mean? Mm. You're going to have to un untangle all of that, and it's going to take a long time and a long fight. So this is what we want to tell you guys. Think long and hard. Bet before you get into these situations thinking that you're going to overcome it, and they hold all the cards once you enter into these agreements. These legal, all of the agreements that you enter into with women are legal agreements but you're doing it on the handshake deal. And do you know that, right? Even a, even when you commit to a girl in a in a relationship, that's a leak that has legal consequences. You can get her pregnant, she can say you abused her, uh which will have legal consequences. Uh you can get into a fight, which would be a domestic dispute. That has legal consequences. If you buy furniture together and you split up, that has legal consequences. Um, and then, then if you move a woman in cohabitation that has legal consequences, you have the lease, you have the, uh, anything that you bought together will have to be disputed. Once there's a breakup, the statistics on breakups on cohabitation are dismal 50% for sure. And 50%, it does like 20% right in the first three months, you can get her pregnant. Then there's an escalation into marriage and, and engagement. So there's a financial consequence. Once you get into engagement in a marriage, there's legal consequences. Once you get into a divorce, there's legal consequences. So don't think that this is just, all it was was you was trying to get your salami wet. That's all it was. And you were thinking the best way around it. Same thing with seeking in girls and working girls. There's legal consequences with that. Every way you deal with women, there's pay and legalities associated with it. Sometimes you dodge it. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you dodge it. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you get with a woman and then you run through her and you have all your fun and you beat it up and you pound it out and then you just ghost on her and she says nothing. Now, what's going to happen with her is you might not pay the penalty, but the next guy is going to pay the penalty for what you did to her, for how you treated her. She's going to be like, I got mistreated by this guy and she's going to make the next guy pay. So that's how that's going to work. You got out of it, but... Now you just tortured another soul, all right? Now you'd make the next man pay. But at some particular point, one of these girls are going to go rogue on you. And you're going to keep trying and trying and trying, and then you get, and then she goes rogue, and then you're going to be asking how to deal with some crazy bipolar um, woman who's acting crazy and vindictive or whatever she's doing. And once she does that, there's nothing we can do. It's all, you just hope that the uh, storm subsides at some particular point. I have a, I have an ex-wife. The storm will never subside. I'm just hoping one day, maybe she'll get it. And every day I wake up <laughs> going, does she get it? And something gives me an indication that, nope, she's still at it. She's still at her antics. And we've been, at, we, we've been divorced longer than we were ever married. Like, she's still at antics. She's still trying bullshit. Uh, she's still trying bullshit on me. I'm like, man, this girl don't give up. She like the girl on Swim Fan. Anybody see the movie Swim Fan? That's what I got. I wake up every day to Swim Fan. <laughs> Where is this woman right here? Uh, let's see here. Or did you see the movie Crush? Swim Fan? Uh, the hand that rocks the cradle, uh, single white female. 
uh, that's what I live every day. That's my everyday life right here. This person, and you're just hoping, you hoping that, uh, what was the movie, Obsessed with, uh, with uh, Idris Elba? You hoping that this woman falls and the chandelier falls and impales her. But every day you wake up, it don't happen. <laughs> and you got swim fan. You sitting there like, God damn. <laughs> and there's nothing that I can do. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Anyone go watch those movies, guys. Dude, when they turn rogue, <laughs> like they have to go, like you be in a hospital wrapped up in a, like a mummy with your leg up. Here she come. She come peering around the corner, swim fan style. She come around the corner and she come, hi, how are you? Did you get hurt? She hurt your ass. <laughs> oh, sorry. Who ran you over? Who tried to kill you? You. <laughs> you tried to kill me. What you talking about? You crazy. <laughs> you tried to warn the hospital. Here she is. This is the murderer right here. Oh, her. She looks so precious. She's so nice. She looks like she wouldn't hurt a fly. She in there, but yeah, she in there at your house. I'll go at home and make it all comfortable for your return. She in there cooking bunnies and rabbits. She didn't diced up your rabbit. You look coming out. What? Not the rabbit. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Man, these movies are telling you when you, if you get, if you pick the wrong one out here, if you pick the wrong one, there's lifetime worth of consequences. I'm not trying to scare you. And here's the thing. You don't even know she's the wrong one until she's the wrong one. I was married <laughs> to a woman, and this woman is my biggest arch enemy. I was married to her, slept next to her for nine years. Nine years before I found out that this right here is going to be my arch enemy, my demon for the rest of my life. Right here on my back, peering around the corner, just coming up. Like, what the fuck? Now, every goddamn day of my life. Somebody says, all it takes is one. Guys, I'm telling you, all it takes is one. You pick the wrong one. And the rest of your life, you got to deal. <laughs> Greer Installation says, thanks for keeping me off the plantation. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's crazy out here. And everybody will see your girl and be like, her, she's the one doing all the stuff. She's so nice. She's so wonderful. And she's sitting up there, uh-huh, I'm nice and wonderful. Then soon as she, soon as you turn, <laughs> soon as you turn around, soon as the person turn around, she look at you like this. Game over. You're like, there it is. See, y'all look. She giving me the look. <laughs> Eric Sy says, for the truths and laughs, thanks. We have to laugh through this pain. Jason, uh, Jason Barkley. Jason says, RIP to trouble. Sex after trauma. Fat. Wow. Oh, yeah. Um, Man, if you ever been with women that have been traumatized in a way, they don't cut the sex picket off. Sometimes they will go aggressively with the sex. This is when they'll be like, well, I was in a dark place. But they'll go out there and be reckless with their body. I mean, you're, you're and they'll do some things that they... Remember, there was another woman that said this. I had a video and she was like, well, when I was starting, I was really reckless. You know what that means? She was letting 20, 30 dudes hit it Rosky with no stopping. 
and then she figured it out. She had a scare. She had to go to the clinic. She went to she went to the free clinic. It was filled to capacity. Now, how bad could a piece of tail be? Very bad. So I had to make a trip. Thank God I didn't have the drip. I was there so a hoe couldn't give me that just to get 20 free Jimmy hats. Look who I see. Ain't that? Yeah, that's the chick from up the street with the big fat tail who always told CGA to go to hell. Now, shout out to Ice Cube, by the way. Ice Cube, that's Ice Cube. Look who's burning on the death certificate album. All right, so uh, Edward says, Eduardo Sanchez says, gentlemen, avoid smashing at our place. It's risky. Man, you need to do a couple smashes at your place before you ever go to her spot. Okay, do not go to her spot. I, I don't go to, I, man, I think I recently just went to a woman's spot. I was super uncomfortable. I got out of there quick. All right, Juan Ornella, Juan O, old school intro is for uh, Brown from the West. All right, shout out to you, Brown from the West. I don't know what you said there after that, but it got cut off on my screen. Ed, uh, Eric Watson, today, one of my girls asked what CGA's telling you lately. <laughs> she nervous. She like, what is he telling you? Who thinks I'm telling you lies about women? Now, everything that I'm telling you is uh, is truth. Now, I'm not telling you every woman is going to do these things to you, but I'm telling you to be on guard because once it happens to you, there's no calling it back. You cannot, you cannot call it back. So once it happens to you, you can't come on the board and say, well, help, I'm getting me too. It's, I can't do anything. Somebody says you're right mostly. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a couple things that y'all haven't experienced yet. Oh my goodness. So I can Wait, focus on my I didn't career. mean that. Shout out to Eugene Morgan in the building with the sponsorship. Oh my gosh. All right, he sponsored today's show. I think there was another one. Did I miss it? I might have missed another one. Shout out to you. Thank you for the sponsorship today, brother. He dropped a cool one in there. I got money. All right. Appreciate that. Loud pockets when domestic violation sounds like SummerSlam. <laughs> yes, indeed. Rebecca got wiped the F up. Yes, she did. Domestic violation. Um, I've seen domestic violation in my life. I've seen couples go at it back in the day. You know what I mean? They was going to fisticuffs, moving furniture. All right. And I was like, whoa, these people bugging. And John, uh, Shadow Dancer said, this will piss you off, uh, but I can't. Oh, I can grab the link. But I'm not going to play it uh, because I did that today. And, and uh, oh, it didn't come up. It just came up to the main medium page. So I don't know what's going on there. All right, let me do this. I'm going to get into the main event over here. The main event. Let me get a, let me get a glass of water. Let me get a glass of water. Normally, I play something and then get a glass of water. I play something like this. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Leave my slave alone. All right. So uh, here we go right here. Anybody see this human resource lady? This is the crazy human resources lady right here. You see this woman right here? This is what I tell you men why corporate America is not for you. It is not built for men. This woman's going to explain just as much. She's about censorship. 
she's going to contradict herself. Um, this is what happens when you give losers power because they have a degree and they have a job uh, to fill. And what happens is the human resource department um, in every every major company has a human resource department. As a matter of fact, many small companies have human resource people they consult with because there's so many laws that companies have to follow that many times the people who are running companies, they don't have time to make sure all of these laws are followed. So they hire mostly women and mostly white women and mostly middle um, um, uh, middle management, black women and whatnot. And they give them jobs in corporations that just to be truthful, they wouldn't have qualified to even work at that company if it wasn't for this job. OK, they wouldn't even be able to fill a role in the company if it wasn't for the human resource department. This is how they work for these corporations. OK, so I'm going to give you the statistic in a little bit. Now, the human resource department, if you don't know, they're the police. They're the police department in your corporation. Many times they have more influence over what goes on in your corporation than anything else. They're the women that they're the women, mostly women and a couple of. Uh, zesty males. I don't know any strong masculine. I've never seen a strong masculine male in the human resource department, <laughs> but uh, maybe there is one. It's probably a diamond in the rough. But many times these are the gatekeepers to your company. They're responsible for hiring. They're responsible for termination of your job. When you get terminated, they're the people that walk you through the exit interview and make sure security walks you off the place and cuts you off of all of your BlackBerry, your iPhone, your email, your computer. They collect all your computers before you even show up to work. And then they just walk your ass down and walk your ass out the building. They collect your key pass. They collect your they collect everything. They do your research. Uh, they research if you stole any files, data. Uh, whatever you're getting fired for, they make sure you're there. Um, they, they're here responsible for that. So being that they are in charge of hiring and recruiting, recruiting is a part of the human resource department. So they recruit people into the companies. And these are sometimes the, the people who they deal with to get into the corporation, right? They also talk about the sexual harassment seminars and, and diversity policies and what you can and cannot say. And if anybody reports you, you got to go see these people, the police. They will investigate you secretly. They won't even tell you something happened. They'll just call your ass in, and it's like going to the principal office. So human resources is a big deal. Again, most of the human resource people are women. All right, I've yet to go to a corporation and see a men, uh, a room full of human resource officers, and they were men. Especially, it says right here, human resources, HR for short, is overwhelmingly white and female data indicates this is a February 2019 and take a look at this picture these people are always dressed looking like they came out of Marshalls all right very important job they're doing they talk about how they fired off a couple of emails and responded to uh the the most dangerous thing that they'll respond to uh human resource people is that they will always have like if somebody goes postal like they fire somebody and that person goes postal one of the first places they'll go is the human resource department because those people were responsible for the exit interview or they were responsible for writing them up. Um, so they'll go, the, the guy that goes postal will go to the HR department first, <laughs> unfortunately. And it's oftentimes it's women and these women are like, oh, so this is what the HR women worry about the most, somebody going postal. And uh, here it is right here. It says right here, 71% uh, of HR professionals are female, 71. How many of these stories have we, have I told you? 
that these numbers are outrageous. The diversity is lacking. Like I told you, psychologists, 70%. Social service workers, 70 80%. There was another one that was way, oh, uh, not mental health. There was another one that was super duper way up there, 80%. What was it? I can't remember what it was. So if this is the case, why isn't there these people are responsible for diversity, but they have no diversity in their damn corporation when it comes to the HR program? Zero diversity. 70%. That's not good, bro. And it says right here, the HR platform for mid-sized companies says it's 2018 workplace diversity reports reveals women represent 67% of HR workforce. Mm-mm. Was it nurses? No, it was something else. Teachers or something, teachers or something like 93% in elementary school. In elementary school, teachers, uh, women represent uh, 93% of all teachers in elementary school. There was something else. Not nurses, but nurses is up there too. Might have been social workers. Counseling. Counseling was something like, like it said counselors were like 69%, 70%. It's outrageous, the lack of equality that you never hear about when they're talking about equality. And these are the people talking about equality and representation. And they are all here, mostly women. <laughs> like what? All right, here the company says, uh, we don't need all of that. Almost two-thirds, 65% of HR professionals identify as white. So not only do you have a lack of diversity in the gender department, Two-thirds, 65% of HR professionals are white women. The next highest representation is Asian at 12% and Hispanic at 10. And below that is black women, I'm sure. And if you ever ran into a black HR professional and you're a black male, they will have animosity to you. They might at the beginning say, hey, brother, but they might have a lot of animosity and spite towards you. This is why a lot of black men do not get hired into corporations. Because these are the gatekeepers. If they have anything like any misandry in their blood, if they have any hate for men, they can hide it. This woman's going to reveal she has hate for men and disdain for men, especially free-thinking men. They can block you from entering their corporation. They can block you from entering your corporation. Right? They You won't even get hired for the job. They'll be like, oh, I don't think Dexter will make a good employee here. And the black woman will be the one co-signing. Or if, if you manage to sneak through the process and the white women that want to bang you, uh, pushes you through, the black woman's going to have animosity towards you. All right, I've seen that. Um, this is not always. This is a, in general. This is in general. So let's continue here. Uh, this is the stuff that we are raising as awareness for men of things that happen. Of course, people are going to call this hate. It says right here, uh, female HR managers, which, yeah, uh, Average earned an average of $91,000 a year, while their male counterparts earn $103,000 a year. So male HR um, managers earn more, they're saying, than the females. All right, interesting. Interesting, even with a lack of diversity. So that's what human resources is about, if you don't know. Here's a HR, your friendly HR advice. This woman's the poster child of human resources, 80% for social workers. Oh, that's what it was, social workers. Yes, thank you, Soralita. I know people said it before. Uh, but 80% of social workers are female. What? Bro, you ain't getting no damn 
like if you're a guy and it's a domestic dispute and some social worker shows up, just plan on losing your kids. Just plan on do. I've had social work, not social worker, uh, therapists come in. Oh, I think it'd be better if the kids stay with mom. It's 70. You don't have no chance, bro. You have no chance when these women show up, social workers, mental health professionals, uh, HR consultants, you have zero chance. Nurses, just go ahead and drum it up. You taking the L. Here it is right here. Let's listen to this person. And rights and freedom that would tell you that. But since you seem to forget that and you're all loud and proud with your. Why the long face, by the way? This face is very long. And those eyes, yikes. This is a woman that's training you. And what's on your lip right here? Oh, Big thoughts and your big, big ideas and you want to whatever fucking set up hot tubs in Ottawa. I'm a recruiter. So she's a, a human resource. She's a human resource person in Ottawa, Canada. And so now she... I'm a recruiter. Look how proud she is. You give a little bit, you give losers power. This is what losers do. First of all, look at her. I mean, come on, man. It's, it's plain and clear to see she's not in the best of health, mentally or physically or emotionally. But she has power. I'm a recruiter. I'm a recruiter. And so she's trying to say freedom fighters, meaning mostly um, conservative speakers. This is what she's attacking. People who are conservative. All right. Let's go ahead and play it. I'm a recruiter. I'm a recruiter. It's a small, small, small industry. Smaller than you'd think. Same with HR. So if you're looking for a job or maybe trying to keep a job, maybe, just maybe, think about what you're putting on social media. Again, freedom fighters. I know you're not really big with stats and you know facts aren't your thing you know so she's a liberal right so she's a raging lib <laughs> let me see something right here she's a raging lib somewhere in ottawa and she doesn't like free thinking mostly men and so she's following your facebook and you don't know it she never interacts with your facebook but she's following you she's following your instagram she's following your twitter she does this at night when she gets home she has nothing else to do. She has a dog and she's sitting there with her robe. All right. Titties all hanging out to the side and uh, nobody to come to bang her. And this is what she does. But what I can tell you, what is a fact is that recruiters talk and recruiters like the majority of Canada don't agree with you. Do you know what that means? Do you have any guesses? Any guesses what that means? What that means is that if you need a job, you might not get one. If you want to keep a job, you might not get to do that. So there's the threat right there. There's the threat. So we have the power to fire you. We have the power to not get you your job. And these are the, these are like, what do you do outside of this? All right, wait a minute. Hold on for a second. I got to give you my clip right here. What would she do in society without this job, without this hall monitor pass? What would you say you do here? Yeah, what would you say she's good at in life? Not much. She went to the University of Phoenix, and she got an HR degree. Now she's out here with the power. I have the power! And she's exercising that power over you by threatening you. And you know what else HR is good at? Documentation. 
Listen. That means. Listen. You want to be an asshole. We document it. We give you a couple tries. Then what do we do? We terminate you. With cause. If we're so lucky. If not, we give you the minimum allowed by law. Either way, best of luck to you. So there's the threat right there. That should be alarming to men. There it is right there. That was important. She used the, well, we have ways to get you. We just document you and we do the most, the least required by law. Listen to that. And this is what happened. <laughs> Look at that face. Goodness. You know what that means? You want to be an asshole. And you know what else HR is good at? Documentation. And that's when they come down to your office. We're going to document you. We're going to write you up. We have to put something in your file. You know, we'll put it in your file. And they act like, you know, it's just standard operating procedure. But then when you leave and go back to your desk, licking your wounds, they're laughing at you. We documented his ass. You know what that means? You want to be an asshole. We document it. We give you a couple tries. Then what do we do? We terminate you. With cause. If we're so lucky. If not, we give you the minimum allowed by law. Either way, best of luck to you. Recruiters are watching. HR is watching everywhere. And we hate you. Whoa. And we hate you. I guarantee you this woman won't lose her job with whatever company she works for. We're watching you and we hate you. So here's where the misandry kicks in. She's talking exclusively to men. Probably a few women here, but what she's talking about, I'm guaranteeing you she's talking about 80% of men. We're watching you and we hate you. This is how they feel about you. They will say, like the child support office, we work with both parents. No, they don't. They work for the parent that is not that is giving that is getting the child support money. They work against you, okay? If you're paying. They will ask, they will say that we work together. No, you don't. You work against me. So in this situation, they'll tell you we're a team and we're a family. We work together. We don't have any prejudices. We we honor the law of uh what all these and then they are out there trying to get you fired. Somebody says, How do you report HR? That's the problem. They have too much power. They're all gonna gain. It's kind of like the police. You report one police officer to another police officer. How often are they going to throw the other police officer under the bus? You can go to the corporate A. You can go to the top and go to your senior executive group and say, man, your human resource group is out of control. You know what they're going to say? We don't give a about the human resource. We scared of them over there, right? We scared of them. They tell us what to do because a senior executives will try to pull rank on HR and then they'll find one of their asses will get fired. Okay, so they can't pull rank on HR. Anyway, somebody says OSHA is how you report uh, power. Uh, tell them that your company is not safe. Um, and as a man, maybe you can get away with that. Anyway. We hate you so much. And you think we can't do anything. But we can. We have the power. You see this? We have the power. Always remember that doesn't matter if there's a fucking man at the top of your HR department. Mm. It's run by women. Woo! She telling y'all it's run by women. So she's talking to men. 
She's definitely talking to men. These is, this is an HR executive at your company. She's talking to all you men. And it's run by angry women just like me. Woo! <sighs> I'm so, so glad I come in. The power. Always. Let's play that again. Thank you so much. And you think we can't do anything. But we can. We have the power. Always. Remember that. Doesn't matter if there's a fucking man at the top of your HR department. It's run by women. And it's run by angry women just like me. Man. And so here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. You guys that are trying to be uh, tap dance at your jobs, this is who you run into. And a lot of these HR women do have misandry in them. But you can't call it out. They'll be like, never me. No, no, not me. But she says it's run by angry women just like me. <sighs> I'm so, so glad I got that off my chest. It's been eating me up inside. And honestly, my heart goes out to you guys. I mean, you have families to feed, right? You brought your kids to this big event. You're freedom fighters. You're standing up. Woo! Wow, wow. Oh, they will be so, so proud. So, so, so proud of you. Fuck yourself. Fuck, fuck, fuck yourself. Mwah. Oh, man. Look at that. Damn. Many of you guys have seen your HR people work like that. So, um, yeah, that's what that's that's why men in corporate situations operate the, the way they operate. Right. They got a tap dance around things and they know there's women in there and there are places that are like that. Now, the HR people, not all HR people like that. But I think she's getting investigated, but she's not going to lose her job. If you were a male and you said those things about women, you'd be lost your job ASAP. But they're investigating her. They're investigating her. Yeah, she got high off the she got high off the wine. She definitely got drunk. <laughs> And she was sitting there trying to figure out, oh, she was sitting there with her dog. She probably had dinner with her dog like this. Uh, where are we at here? She was doing this and she got drunk. You going to have some? Okay. Tuck in. Eat. She said tuck in. What is tuck in? What, is, what the hell does that mean? Uh, let's see how far we are back here. There's, um, did I get Deadly Edley? I did. I think I stopped off at Deadly Edley. Maybe I didn't. He says, uh, currently delivering a parcel to a customer named Tia. Tia is. And that's you. Tia, that's you. He, I got money. You want to rub your feet, Tia? He want to see them toes. Uh, he says, Coach, the vasectomy was painless. This is Billy the Kid. He says, going to have these bras paying for the plan B themselves. Hitting them with the roar, roar and snore. And he got, he got, hey, look, so uh, he doesn't have, hey, you got to wait 90 days. Don't go out there and shoot off yet. Wait 90 days. He going to be busting inside their body and all that. You going to be out here reckless with it. Give me the buzzer for setting off your phone. Give me the buzzer for setting off your phone, interrupting the show. Shout out to you. And that was uh, Marcus. 
Chaz Falk said, Chaz says, Coach, when you drop, uh, when you're, wait, Coach, when my book drops, it, it will blow your mind the stories that I have with women, but I can't send you one for free unless we do a trade because I got to get my bag and run. Got to get my bag you. and run. <laughs> Make sure you let everybody know when you drop it. Drop that book. We're going backwards here. Marcus, uh, I got you here. Yes. Okay. So why I know where I ended up now, right? So it's a little bit of a mess. And I'm trying not to say government names. So that's with the delay. Being a great man and, and influence, free agent lifestyle all day. Coach, how much do you charge for a 30-minute consult? I own a supplements sales brokerage. It can send you a load. Pause. <laughs> but he says, send you a load of free samples in exchange for some time to chat. Hit me up on clarity.fm backslash Greg Adams. All right, that's where you get the calls for the quick 30 minutes. But don't send me a load. All right, don't send me a load. Shout out to you. Well, who is this right here? This is RFR. He says, what's up, coach? Showing love. Just spent two weeks at my business in Costa Rica. Stopped by the junior college on more than one occasion. Next time, I'm taking Francisco with me. Free agent for life. Shout out to you. Shout out to you, man. Costa Rica sounds nice. All right. So Costa Rica sounds nice and the girls sound nicer down there. Shout out to Marcus says the circus of a family. The circus of a family is a reminder that I need to keep grinding and self-improving so I never have to go back to that drama circus. This is a sobering reminder to strive every day to become a free agent and be as independent as possible in this life. Yeah, I mean, some family members are like that. You'll find that a lot of family members really will do nothing with their lives. They're going nowhere. You really have to separate yourself from people, from family members like that. You can still love them, but most of your family, I say 90% of them are ham and eggers. They're lemmings. They're mouth breathers, knuckle draggers. They, they won't contribute much to society or much to you other than you seeing them occasionally. Hey, how you doing? Giving them a hug, catching up with them. All right, I got to go. <laughs> all right but some of y'all man we family we family family look out for each other family ain't gonna do a damn thing most of the time your, most of your family members will do absolutely nothing for you zero <laughs> all right there's some family members that will give you something most of them will give you absolutely nothing tell me i'm lying most of them are gonna give you headaches stress can't i sleep on your couch for a week Jeffrey says, uh, sorry, from pound town to ultrasound, a tragic story. Oh, man. But you're good to go, man. Put some ice, put some, uh, put some frozen peas on that thing. Pause. Uh, Just do swoosh says, quote, we don't have monogamy. We have temporary sexual exclusivity with overlap, overlapping consequences, right? Sometimes that may mean deletion. All right, the older you get, the the woman that you meet has probably just broken up with her boyfriend or she has been involved in a rotation. Let me just say it like this. If you commit to one of the newer women you meet, she's got to call all her hoes off, just like you do. So you get a girlfriend. You guys are both in your 30s, 30s, 35, 40. Um, and um, you say, hey, let's do it. Let's just be me and you. It's just me and you. And you commit to her. She immediately now has to go back to her orbit and call off the dogs. Now, 
the first couple of months, the first 30 or 40 days that you're with her, she's going to have to really, uh, she can't really give, she can't really give it up that she's in a relationship, right? So she's going to, the first, because she can't do it. She's not going to call off all her holes if you're going to pull the rug from her, burn her feet. So she's got to still mess around with the men in her orbit and her hookups and her ex-boyfriend. So she's still going to be messing with them. So you got to give them 30, 40 days to clear out. You know, same thing with you. You got to give them 30 days to clear out all the suckers. Then after 30, 40 days, she should be good. All right, you good? We good? You got rid of all your hoes? Like now, if she doesn't, you're screwed. <laughs> it's a it's a crazy thing here. But women are like, "What are you talking about?" Not I. Okay, if I'm not talking about you, I'm certainly talking about one of the friends you know. Harold L says, "Don't do things you know to be stupid. Life is a series of trade offs. I'm tired of these grown children wanting everything." Round of applause for your work. Appreciate you. Most people are just grown children. Absolutely sad. Deadly Ellie, first qualifications to get hired for HR, you must be a Karen. Statistically, that would be true. I know people hate that, but statistically, that works out. Maryland guys, as someone who's worked in the corporate world, I notice older women take so much pride in their power. Come to think of it, it's the only thing they have left. That That's all they have. These women will work at their HR job, come home, work at their HR job at home. That's all they think about. It's all they can talk about. Those are scary people. Anybody that ever tells me they work in human resources, I'll be out. I'm like, "Mm -mm." that's not the type of people you want to be with. First of all, they're sneaky. They're they're like police. If you want to date a police or FBI agent, whatever they learn at their job, they're going to do on you. HR Gestapo got the power to fire you. I got the power to not apply for the job in the first place. Deadly Ellie. Uh, um, and Maryland guy says uh, that HR lady is a Karen on steroids. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the one you don't, you do not want to meet that woman right there. She hates men. She literally admitted she hated men. Nobody says anything. What a world. We live in. We got a couple more uh, cash apps. Cash app, dollar sign CGA Live. Uh, Mr. Moon says, I need SOS to coach run Communita. Some people can't leave the Communita, right? You're stuck. Kaylin Ferguson, if she denies you sex, she doesn't love you. Um, Women don't love you at all. <laughs> Just... Now people are going to like, okay, coach. No, let me explain myself. Let me explain myself. You're going to find this out the hard way. They want you to love them. (laughs) They want to love you the way they want to love you, which doesn't do you any good. They're saying what they're going to do. They want you to do all the changing. They will say, I can love you. I can love you. I can love you better than she can. They all sell that. Well, I know how to love you. I ain't never heard one woman say, no, not me. I don't use love. I use hate or I use sex or whatever. They always throw that I can love better and there's no other love like my love. And then you get in there and you get in there and they like, well, this is how I show love. You're like, what? Like, she's like, I love you. (laughs) Investigating you means love. 
But if you, you don't trust them, that's not love. They don't know how to love. And this is the reason how you can figure it out. Somebody said if they turn down sex from you, uh, they're just using sex as a manipulation tool, right? Just to get what they want. They never understand that once you've committed, you're doing everything that they wanted, right? You already gave them everything they wanted. What, what more do you need? All right, if you're going to withhold sex from me like I was dating and single, why am I committed to you? But that's neither here or there. This is the reason why you know they don't love you. Are you listening? The reason why you know that they don't love you is that they're always constantly trying to understand you. That's a woman who is incapable of loving you. I just can't stop loving you. I just can't stop loving you. And if I stop, oh, if they're trying to understand you, if they never say, I know this man, he's a man. I don't have to agree with him. I don't have to understand his motives, but that's a man. And that's all the man I need. You're all I need to get by. But if she's constantly, I don't understand why you can't. That woman doesn't love you. <laughs> that doesn't, that woman right there, she don't love nothing about you. And I don't understand why you can't understand while I don't understand and why you can't see and why you can't read my mind. I don't understand why that woman's incapable of loving you. She don't love nothing about you. She's a leech, parasite at best. She's using you. And then when you not doing whatever you wanted to do, that woman loves herself. She don't love nothing about you. The minute you break up, she turns love into hate. That woman never loved you. She just said she loved you. If she if she understands that you're a man, she never has to have conversation. Now, why did you not send me roses? And That woman is incapable of love. Because she never understands who you are as a person. She's trying to convert you into one of her damn girlfriends. And then when you turn into one of her damn girlfriends, she hates it. What kind of man are you? I just need somebody that can take me and throw me on the bed after she turned you into a pansy playing a ring game. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Now that woman right there does not love that man. Plain and simple. She doesn't blame him. She doesn't love him. She doesn't love him. She's like, Please, I'm getting something out of him. She has no love in her heart for that man. She's just using him. She's just a parasite. She don't care about his needs. Now, she even knows he has, she even knows what he could be doing. She's like, he could be out here banging jewelry college broads, but I got him and I'm going to just parasite off of his ass. <laughs> she don't love him. And she's, she's usury. She's in the usury position. So what you guys have to understand is a woman that lets you be a man, not let you, the woman that understands that you're a man and never trying to convert you into a pansy and never trying to figure, and why can't you do? And she just say, hey, look, this is who he is. She don't try to correct you. Why don't you put your, why don't you put your napkin? Napkins go right here, uh, right here. As soon as you sit down at the table, that woman does not love you. She nagging at you. What that woman should do, because a woman's like, well, what is she supposed to do? When you sit down at the table, she gets the napkin out. She gets your napkin. 
she places it on your lap and she don't say nothing. You'll need this. And then when he drops a damn meatball on his pocket and it's protected by the napkin, he's like, my girl's looking out for me. When the bread and the butter comes to the table, she butters the bread and, and, and puts it in front of him and doesn't say nothing. When the water comes, she sees his water glass at the table. Their water glass is empty. She pours her water into his water. That's what a woman that loves you does. She don't just sit there and wait for the day and wait for you to wait on her and then wait for the receipt to come, talking shit about how good she is, and then when the receipt comes, she disappears. Somebody says, even then, that's, oh, it's all, guys, the bait and switch comes always, so it's always a bait and switch. But with that being said, there's women that are completely incapable of loving and they have no idea to ever how to treat a man at all. They're so concerned about how they're being treated and they never do anything else to make that man be a man. They never serve that man in any purpose. They just want, what can I get from you? What can I get from you? That person doesn't love you. They don't love you. They're a parasite. Listen to me. And some people are like, that sounds like your mother and all that. She should be your helpmate. That is the whole purpose of the relationship. I do this, you help me. It's not to be the mother, and it certainly is not to be a leech. She needs to be in between mother and leech. That would be the person that loves you. With that being said, not many women are trained to do that. Not many women are ready to do that. Not many more women are willing to do that. They're like, I ain't doing none of that. Exactly. They don't love you. Not many women are in a loving position. Period. They don't even know what it is. They don't even have, know how to start it. And they're out here, I can love you. No, you can't. I can tell from the beginning. First time I interact with you, I can tell you not about love. You're about yourself and what you can get out of this. And they want to convert you into so whatever they that they create you to be. They want to create the person that you want to be. And then when you become that, they don't like it no more. Right? You know, it is what it I'm is. I'm not happy. <laughs> Ladies, y'all taking notes. If the guy has a foot fetish and he wants pretty feet, go to the place and get your feet done. I don't understand why you got this is so sick and disgusting that you like feet. Girl, you better come in here with them shoes off and understand that that's what I like. All right? <laughs> If you ain't with it, get the hell out of here. You don't love me because you will have them feet done because you know I like them feet. I shouldn't be ashamed about it. Oh, I can't. This is disgusting. Get them feet done. It ain't. There's no questions. If, ands, or but. In the week you forget to do your feet, you better be like, baby, I know you like my feet done, but I'm going to get it done. Don't worry. Walk in here with them damn. Don't come in here with them hammer toes. Feet done, period. No questions asked. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but that's that's what love is. But they're not, guys, the generation of women, the degeneration of women, then from millennials to Gen Z, they have no clue, bro. They're out like this, panhandling. They're out here panhandling like this. Well, let's get together. Let's love. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. Panhandlers. That's what you have out here. All they doing is panhandling on you. So what I do is say, well, here's a fistful of 20s. Drop it like it's hot. Mm. 
<laughs> get away with that. Uh, is it Naj? Najwick says I had one wanted to slap her and disgrace her. Oh, um, I'm not sure what we were referring to. Monty Cristo says great stream tonight. Appreciate you, sir. Oh, Joshua Moon's ready to run from the community. Todd C says brief holds law. Women dictate. Uh, well, women dictate the rules of engagement. That's basically what brief holds law is. And we adapt to that. That's basically what happens there, especially if you're a sucker. All right, Marcus W says, uh, oh, that's what Nashwick said was saying. He had one and he wanted to slap her and disgrace her. All right, uh, Marcus says, she's the HR that probably set up T-Mon. <laughs> you're crazy, man. Y'all crazy. Uh, T-Mon didn't get set up by HR. Hopefully he didn't. Appreciate all the support. Let me check PayPal one more again. This was a great show. I think we got information out that men need it. Um, as a result, Billy the Kid says they either love they either love you or respect you. It's either one or the other. Um, well, I would say the either they, look, most women should know what men are. If you're always trying to change your man, you're not the woman for him. And he ain't the man for you. I get it. Men aren't perfect. You know what I'm saying? Men aren't perfect. But if you're always trying to change him and he did it and complaining about what he's doing, you're incapable of love. Loving a man. You're incapable of loving a man. You love yourself more than you love that man. And many of these women, when you break up, they'll hate you more than they love their kids. They'll say they love their kids, but they hate you way more than they can ever love their kids. So watch out for these people. These are rules of engagement for men that we give out here to strengthen men in this current marketplace. Somebody says they ain't perfect either. They're far from perfect. And that's why you're there for them. Because many times they're incapable of doing what they believe they can do. And this does, then you serve that purpose to them. This is what this is what all relationships are based on. They're incapable of doing everything that they need to do to protect, provide, secure themselves. They're vulnerable. And they'll they'll tell you they're not vulnerable. And then two seconds later, they'll be in a vulnerable position and they'll say, you don't protect us. So what is, what is it going to be? Do you want protection or are you superwoman? <laughs> you can't go back and forth. And in your world, you can go back and forth. But in, in a real world, you can't go back and forth. Do you want me to protect you? Well, it's 100% protecting and security. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. As a result of my protection and my security agency, this is what you will do. You don't want to do that? You don't get my protection. It's, it's, it's pretty simple, but people complicate things. And this is because people are used to manipulating people. We're master manipulators. And uh, we're trying to get something for nothing. Men and women, we're trying to get something for nothing. The whole thing you're trying to get from women is sex for nothing. No time, no energy, no attention, no money. Women are trying to get something, which is all of your money, energy, attention, and time, and give up no sex. <laughs> so even when you marry them, that's the entire thing. They use that against you. Are you serious? I... I, I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I, I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. No, I, I, I don't want to cuddle. I know what cuddling means. Cuddling means that at some point your pants come off and I have to do things. I don't want to cuddle. I won't go to sleep. Are you serious?
It's a school night. Those are my pants, not your pants. Can I help you? Did you lose something? Seriously? I'm on my period. You pouting? Are you seriously pouting right now? Now, that girl would get cheated on. I would cheat on her in front of her face. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't marry her first. But uh, I've been in a situation, not, not, my marriage was never really that, like that. I mean, there were droughts, but there was really not like that. But there, there came a time, and this is where women have to work on it. If they really wanted a man, they, they have to understand that using sex as a weapon is not going to work out for you long term. You might not want to do it, but he might not want to pay the mortgage or he might not want to put in. He might not want to fix the debt. He might not want to kill the spider when you see one in, in the shower screaming naked. Oh, I don't want to kill the spider. You get it. Right. All of the little things that we do that they take for granted. Right. But then they can always hold that back as a carrot. Ladies, you do what you want. But if you hold that back, you'll find me pounding out somebody at the junior college on the trunk or the hood of my car right in front of the residence. That's what you're going to find. <laughs> you're going to be like, how dare you? Yep. But it's OK. I mean, it's the only carrot you have to dangle out there. And if you feel that you could use it as a weapon or a reward system for simps, go ahead. But uh, that's not going to come with my commitment. But do you. You, you. you can do you. Listen, you can do. I'm not telling you you can't do it. You just can't do it for me. That's all. You can do it. You can do it. You just can't do it with me. All right. That's how I do it. Now, you can do it and say, well, that's grape of marital grape and, and statute. What, what do they call it? Um, um, not statutory grape. Um, what, what, what do they call it? Friendly grape. What is it called? Date grape and all that. Oh, no, 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 it ain't. All right. Not with me. It ain't because that's the end of the commitment. That's what it is. All right. The, the commitment ends right there. So we ain't got no friendship, no nothing, no relationship. You don't have to give it up to me, but you can leave and you ain't getting the damn thing else from me. So that's how that works. Like I said, you can do it, but you just can't do it with me. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang. Let's get up out of here. Enjoy. We got money mindset in the morning. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Slow Tuesday. Be out of here.